0: But then I noticed that a lot of my audience, because I I want to cater to millennials, and I have been catering to millennials, they're on Instagram. And so I was like, I need to make an Instagram page because this Facebook group is so limited and I need to grow. I need to expand and spread my wings. So I created my Instagram page and my Instagram page took off. I posted every single day, multiple times a day.
1: Hi. My name is Kara Myers, and welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Each week, I chat with women who have built incredible businesses in the travel and tourism industry. You'll hear their inspirational stories of success.
0: We went from 2,000 a month to about 70,
1: 72,000 a month um, in that span of, of nine years. End Struggle.
0: I wish that I could tell you that I pivoted really quickly and like jumped back on my feet, and I, I did it
1: and what they learned along the way. Give yourself the grace of knowing that it's not going to happen overnight and you're going to make a ton of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And as long as you learn from them and move forward, that's okay. So grab a coffee, hit subscribe, and get ready to learn and feel inspired. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Travel Business Lounge. My name is Cara, and this is the place where we celebrate and learn from female entrepreneurs in the travel industry. On today's episode, I am joined by Marissa Daniels of Spread Your Wings Travel Agency. Marissa started her business in 2019 as a side hustle, which it remains today. Somehow she manages to balance a very intense nine to five alongside a growing travel agency, which has Absolutely skyrocketed in popularity and all due to a particular marketing strategy that she is using on Instagram that you're not seeing really anywhere else. And I think it's absolutely brilliant and I'm so excited for her to talk us through how and why she's decided to harness this strategy and what exactly it's done for her business. And the amazing thing with Marissa is that, like I said at the beginning, she started this business in 2019. So really, she came into her second year, 2020, primed for growth and hit the pandemic and still, still managed to experience explosive growth over that year and continues now into today, which is just absolutely amazing. So we dive deep into that particular Instagram strategy that she's used to grow her business, We also talk about the importance of sticking to your niche, staying in your lane. We've talked about that on other episodes before, but she is a big believer in knowing your audience and delivering trips or services that cater specifically to your ideal customer. And of course, as a woman who's got a full-time job and doing this as a side hustle, we do talk quite a bit about how she even manages it. What does her day look like and how she maximizes her productivity each week? So I'm really looking forward to you hearing this. If you are a travel agent or a travel planner, you absolutely need to listen to this episode. It is so good. And she's completely right when she says it on the episode. It's just really not being done, at least not being done on Instagram in this way. You might see it done in as an email marketing strategy, but but I don't think it's been popularized on Instagram. So kudos to Marissa for taking charge, being fearless. And growing her own travel agency so quickly. Lastly, as always, if you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a review and subscribe. It's always, always, always appreciated. Every little bit helps. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. And here I give you Marissa Daniels of Spread Your Wings Travel. All right. Hi, Marissa. Welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. So glad to have you here today.
0: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited.
1: Yes. And I am excited to hear your story of starting your own travel agency. It sounds like it's been an incredible journey. And before we talk about the business, though, Uh tell me all about you. Where do you come from and how did you get into travel?
0: So I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I am 27 years old, but I currently live in Charleston, South Carolina. Love it. Um, The travel industry, Well, how I got into it, it's really crazy because I wasn't interested in becoming a travel agent. Like that wasn't something that was on my vision board. Like it wasn't anything that I was aiming towards. I really was just scrolling on Facebook and I saw my sponsor post something about becoming a travel agent. And I loved her travel deals. I loved them um, whenever she would post them. And so I just took a leap of faith and, and just re- reached out to her and said, hey, you know, I'm interested in becoming a travel agent. Didn't know where it would go. Didn't know anything. I just literally took a leap of faith and just went ahead and signed up. And it's been history ever since. I mean, it's been amazing. <laughs> it has been an amazing, amazing opportunity, amazing thing that I just wanted to do because I was interested in starting, well, having another source of income. Um, so I currently work for the federal government and I was like, okay, I need something else outside of the government to supplement my lifestyle, you know, traveling and, um, buying clothes and she's like different stuff like that. So I wanted another source of income. And so that literally popped up out of the blue. I thank God for it because if it didn't, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be where I was today. Well, where I am today. So that's a little bit, but I've always been traveling. You know, I've always traveled, but of course travel picked up after I became a travel agent because there's so many perks of being a travel agent. People just don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. And so when did you start your business? When did you get in touch with, um, your, your friend or your mentor?
0: February of 2019. So three years
1: now. Amazing. Okay. And then did you, so, so tell me what happened when you got in touch
0: with her? What were the first steps that you took to becoming a travel agent? So um, she sent me a link to sign up. Um, I paid $179 to sign up, just $179. I thought it would be more, but it was only $179 to start. And that was pretty much it. Like I didn't have to take any certifications or courses or like nothing like that. It was just, I paid my money. I signed up and I just started. I just went. And so then after that. And, and, and sorry, so what does the money get you? What what are you paying for? Is it access yes, to? Yes, yes, yes. So you have access to the different travel agent websites, the vendors or suppliers. Um, you get access to your own IATA number. Well, not our IATA number, but the company's IATA number, um, which pretty much identifies the company as a registered travel supplier. Um, so we got access to that. We didn't have to pay for that because, of course, if you know, as an independent, co- and I'm with the host agency, by the way, and we can talk about, you know, in host agency versus independent, but I'm with the host agency. And so that 179 um, gave me access to their credentials. And so whenever I book travel, I have to use their IATA number um, or CLIA number to book travel. So that gave me access to that. Um, it gives me access to their 24-hour customer service for the host agency. I get access to the different travel agent discounts and perks and things like that. So that's what that 179 was for. And i also pay a monthly fee of $39 to maintain my credentials, to maintain access to these um, vendors, to get my commission. So that's what that 179 is for.
1: It's a pretty low cost though. It's a low overhead considering
0: all the access and perks you get. Low overhead. And it's so crazy because I had a boutique um, last year and it's so much overhead with the boutique because you have clothes and inventory and then shipping and pack. Like it's so much. And so, but once my travel agency started picking up, I had to close it. I I had to close it (laughs) because I'm like, this travel agency is really taking off. Plus the overhead is so low. Like I don't. There's, there are a few monthly fees that I pay for as far as my CRM and then my um, scheduling and all of that stuff. But other than that, like there's nothing else. I, I don't have inventory. I don't have to ship or package anything unless I want to ship a gift to my client or something. But other than that, there's, it's, it's, I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love I it. I
1: can tell. You can tell by the energy and the way you speak about it. It's just amazing. Yes. I,
0: I absolutely love it.
1: So what were the first steps you took out? So you paid the 179 Now you have access to all these
0: perks. Then what do you do? So I had to learn how to use the websites, you know? So there are a number of websites that you can use as a travel agent to book trips for your clients. So I had to learn how to use them. I had to learn how to create my own business because, of course, this is my business, my baby. So, yes, I'm with the host agency, but I still, have, I still can make my own business, you know? So Spread Your Wings Travel, I had to cr- come up with a name. Spread your wings travel. I mean, I don't know how, I I honestly don't know how I came up with the name, but spread your wings. Um, It just reminds me of just going out and seeing the world, you know? So that's kind of a way that I, made, I came, up, came up with the name, but um. So after I paid the one seventy nine, I had to get access to the vendor. So I had to sign up with the vendors. I had to create my name, create my email, create my social media. Um, I wanted to do all this stuff before I launched. I wanted to learn the business before I actually said, "Hey, I'm a travel agent," and have people contact me. And I didn't know what I was doing. Now, of course, my first trip was like they they made it to they made it to their destination safely. However. I didn't have any processes or procedures in place to um, get their credit card information or get their their booking information. So I had to come up with all that stuff. And of course, being a travel agent, it's a lot of trial and error. You know, I've changed up my business model so many times. I've changed up my inquiry form so many times because as you grow, you know, there's going to be different things you need to implement within your business that could help you. So. After I paid the one seventy nine, I had to do all that the background or back end um, stuff to get my business afloat, and then that's when I started to create my social media. And so I created a Facebook group for my family and friends, like, "Hey y'all, I'm a travel agent. If you need deals, join my Facebook group." But then I noticed that a lot of my audience, because I wanted I want to cater to millennials, and I have been catering to millennials, they're on Instagram. And so I was like, I need to make an Instagram page cuz this Facebook group is so limited and I need to <laughs> grow. I need to expand and spread my wings. So I created my Instagram page and my Instagram page took off. I posted every single day, multiple times a day. Travel deal here, travel deal there. I was just so excited. Like I was so excited to promote these deals because I was like, dang, like I can go to Vegas for $300 for flight and hotel. I can go to Mexico. For $400, $500 for flight and hotel? Like I can, what? Let me promote this to my audience. And I know millennials, we love to travel, love to travel, but sometimes we don't have the money in the bank to do so. And so I love it. I tell people all the time, like we have payment plans, put it down deposit, pay the rest by the deadline and you're good to go. I'm a travel agent where I don't have set, dates on when people have to pay me. Like, you don't have to pay me on the first of every month or on the 10th of every month. No, I keep it simple. Hey, here's your deposit. Here's your final payment deadline. Pay me however you want up until the final payment deadline. So yeah, that's a little bit about the first steps of how I started. That's amazing. So were those very
1: first clients that you had, were those family and friends? or Did you
0: my first one was um, somebody I did not know crazy. Somebody I did not know. And that's the thing with business. You're going to realize that a lot of your clients aren't going to be your family and friends. They're going to be complete strangers. And it's crazy to say, but it's true. Like it's so true. A lot of your clients are not going to be family and friends, people, you know, it's going to be complete strangers. And out of the 400 something trips I've booked since 2019, I think I've only booked, like, I can count on my hand how many times, the how many people I know that actually contacted me in, in about uh, creating a trip. So it happens, but, <laughs> you know, it's it's the way of the business.
1: That's, I mean, you must be doing something right if you're attracting strangers. I mean, I feel like that's like the mark of making it, quote unquote, yes. is when you can stretch beyond just family and friends. And for exactly. those to be your first clients, it's just amazing.
0: Yes, first clients. I don't know what I did, but... <laughs> God brought them to me. I'm so thankful because the business has been amazing.
1: And so where are most of your clients coming from now? Are they finding you primarily on Instagram or or Mm -hmm. how so?
0: Instagram, word of mouth. That's pretty much it. Social media, because I'm always active on my social media. Um, So yeah, word of mouth, referrals. I get those a lot. Hey, my cousin referred me to you. Hey, my hairstylist referred me to you. I just had a client who talked, she told me she talked all about me in her lash appointment to her lash stylist and her lash stylist booked me for her trip. So, I mean, you just never know where things may go. And then I have people when they go on trips, they like to tag me in their posts. So I get their followers to follow me. So word of mouth is everything for a service business, especially for a service business, because people have to tell people about your service, you know? So yes.
1: (laughs) That's just amazing. Uh, I'm so impressed. And you mentioned briefly that you decided to go the hosted route rather than independent. For those listeners out there who aren't sure what you mean by that, could you
0: explain the difference there and why you decided to go down the path you did? Yeah. So like I said before, I didn't have any interest in becoming a travel agent. I didn't know there was a thing with the host agency versus independent when I started. I didn't know. So my first, I guess interaction with the host, well with the travel agent was through my host agency. But then over time I learned like, man, I don't need a host agency to do this. They're great. They're wonderful. I love my host agency. They're they're one of the oldest travel agency or host agencies in America. Um, Well, really in the world, because I think there are like 60, 50 something countries. I I don't know. But I didn't know anything about host agency versus independent. But once I started looking into it, a host agency is there for resources, for marketing, for backup, for anything you may need uh, for your trip versus independent. You have to buy your own credentials. You have to set up your own I guess business structure, you have to, it's everything is all on you. Your errors and errors and omissions insurance, you have to purchase that, you know? Um, So there's so many, there's a lot of pros and cons to both because I was honestly thinking about having my own travel agency. Um, Oh, and another thing with host agencies is that they get a cut of your commission. So my commission, um, it starts out as, well, the host agency's commission. Um, It was, it's a 70 30 split. So, I get 70% of the commission and then they get 30%. Um, And they have an opportunity for you to receive 80% and then they get 20% once you hit $5,000 in commission for the year. Um, But as an independent agency, you don't have to worry about the host agency split. You can get all your commissions. So there are pros and cons to both. But I highly advise those who are just starting out in the travel agent industry to start off with the host agency because they know what they're talking about. They have the business. They have the, um, the knowledge that you need, the marketing, the training. They have all that. And then if you want to branch off and do your own thing, then yes, go ahead and create your own travel agency. Interesting. Yeah. We've had a mix of both uh,
1: travel agents who work with the host agency and mm-hmm. travel planners who are completely independent. Um, and I think obviously there's pros and cons to both, but it's always really interesting to hear why people have decided on the path that they, that they did. Yes. yes. So, so is the commission, I know it's, you said it's split between you and the, the host agency, but is the mm-hmm. amount of commission fixed for every trip or how, do, how does that process work?
0: No, it varies. It honestly varies. Um, I think cruise commission may be like the lowest, um, but then flight and hotel packages may be a certain amount or a certain percentage. So it really varies. Honestly, it varies. It varies by the amount of um, how large the booking is. You know, um, it varies by what vendor you're using. You know, some vendors say, Well, some vendors may say, hey, you're from this certain host agency. We're going to pay you a little bit more because we know the business that you all bring. Um, So it it really varies. There's not a fixed amount.
1: Right. And then do you, are you, because you said um, prior to this that you would find amazing deals through Mm -hmm. your host agency and promote that on Instagram. Would you say most of the trips that you plan, do they happen like that where you're finding deals, sharing them, and then people get in touch, say, I want to take advantage of this? Or do people come to you and say, I have an idea of a trip. Can you find me Mm -hmm. a good deal?
0: It's like 60, 40. So 60% of people come to me and say, Hey, I want you to, I have a destination in mind. I want to go here. Can you help me find a a trip? Versus the 40% I post on my page, people contact me and say, Hey, I'm interested in this trip, but I want to change the dates or Hey, I'm inter- interested in this trip, but I want to change the departure location. Hmm. Um, so yes, yeah, it's 60, 40, 60,
1: 40. Interesting. I haven't talked to anyone who's promoted deals like in that way on social media.
0: You know, and it's crazy because I don't see it. Like I, I don't see it a lot at all. Um, when, when I first started my business, I didn't, I didn't see it a lot <laughs> at all. Um, and I think the difference that makes me different is because I don't post, like, cause I, I know a lot of travel agent, well, a lot of travel agencies or a lot of travel agents, they like to post pictures of destinations and, Hey, you could be here or, Hey, you could come here, but that's not giving any insight on, okay, well, how much is, how much is this going to cost me um, if I want to leave from this date and I want to do this or that's not helping really anybody. But scrolling past pretty pictures, yeah, the pictures are nice, and I can dream it. But let me give you okay. If you want to go to Cancun for January fourth through the sixth, it'll be a thousand dollars per person. Um, the final payment is here. Um, this is for two people. The airline is from here. I give everything in my caption. So if you follow me on Instagram, Spread Your Wings Travel, you will see. I post everything in the caption for the trip because I want to be upfront about everything. I don't want to just post pretty pictures and have y'all scroll by and like. That's not getting me a sale. Yes, you know, I may get comments that say, oh, this is nice, ah, da, da, da. but that's not getting me a sale, you know? So I like to post deals on my page that people like. None of my deals, besides like one, are over $1,100 per person. None of them. That's my niche, you know. Yes. That I like. I want to cater to millennials. Now I know there are other travel agents who are more on the luxury side. So everything you're going to see is over fifteen hundred dollars. But that's that's their target audience. My target audience are millennials, and I know millennials don't really want to spend that type of money. Now I do have bookings that are over. Like I have Dubai bookings that are, of course, over eleven hundred. Um, I have a Maldives booking that was like six thousand dollars. So I do have those those um people who spend a little bit more but majority of my bookings are less than like eleven to twelve hundred dollars well no let me majority of the, the bookings on my page or the deals on my page are less than like eleven $1, hundred dollars
1: I just think that's genius because yeah as a consumer of travel if I see a beautiful photo you know obviously mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy the photo but it doesn't right, like right. inspire me to immediately take action and try and get on that trip but exactly.
0: Exactly. If you're showing
1: me dates and and prices and how affordable yes. and how and how limited my time might be to actually
0: take advantage of it, I'm gonna be way more prone to just snap it up. Exactly. Exactly. I visit so many travel agent travel agent Instagrams because they follow me. I mean, they all a lot of them follow me. So I, I go and view their page and I'm just like, why? where are your travel deals? This is, this is what helped me. A lot of people ask me, you know, what helped you get to your success and what helped you travel deals. That's all I can say. Travel deals. I like posting travel deals. People love it. They share it. I mean, that's how I get my clients. And just to talk a little bit more about Instagram, are you,
1: have you taken advantage of reels and stories? Like, do you keep up to date on all the changes and
0: trends? Yes, one of my we're, one of my reels has like over 46,000 views. Wow. Don't know why. Don't know how, <laughs> but it has like and I just started I just started doing reels because reels Instagram highlights reels. So whenever they come out with a new um feature on their Instagram, Get on it, <laughs> get on it, get on their stories, um, post polls, you know, post engaging content um post reels, videos, whatever Instagram has moved towards a video platform, of course, before it was just showing pictures and you know photos and things like that, but now they have moved over to a video platform, so using reels have definitely helped me out a lot because you would never you would never think that when you post a reel. A few seconds later, it's like 100-something views. I'm like, I just posted this. But you just never know. Reels, um, Instagram push pushes out Reels faster than anything else. And so sometimes I may just scroll on the Reels and try to create my content from the reels. I just posted a couple of them a couple of days ago and they're doing great. Um they have over like 300 something likes on both of the pit- on both of the reels. And I mean, I just make it funny funny content, educational content, um engaging content. So yes, I use Instagram a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and do you keep to a
1: content calendar of any sort or do you have any like a specific strategy with
0: it? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I want it to, I I want it to, but I just don't, I just post when I feel like posting. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, go weeks without posting. That's just what I don't do. I don't go weeks without posting. Um, now, maybe a couple of days here and there where I just I just don't feel like it. You know, I have, I, I talk to so many people in a day and I know when I post on Instagram, I'm going to get texts. I'm going to get calls. People are going to say, oh, Spurgeon Wing, she's, she's open. She's available. Let me text her and call her. Let me DM her. So sometimes I just don't want to post on Instagram. And that's like a con to being your own business too, because nobody's going to tell you to post you know, on your socials. Nobody's going to tell you, oh, Marissa, you have to post a reel today. Nobody's, you have to be disciplined. And so that's another thing that comes into owning a business in general, not just a travel agency, but you have to be disciplined. Um, and so I had to learn that. Um, but yeah, I use Instagram a lot. I just don't have a content calendar. I just post whenever I see stuff or I post when I see the deals, but um, I do post from 4 to 9 p. I try to my hours now are from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
1: Okay. And you're still working a full-time job? Is is that I am. And I actually
0: just got a new job. Yeah. Oh, wow. So
1: and yeah. so how do you do you have any productivity tips? I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot going on. How do you do
0: it? <laughs> Yeah. So before I got this new job, so I've had this job for the past five years um, and I will always do my travel and my job during the day. But once I got this new job, I'm like, okay, Rissa, you can't balance the two. This new job is more high level and I need to focus on this job. So from 8 to 4 p.m., I'm only working on my job. Um, and then from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., hey, that's when you all can contact me. I'm available. I can book trips. I can do whatever. But from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., that is my travel business time. But before then, I was doing a lot during the day. Like I would have clients on this phone, work on this phone. Like it was a lot. And then in between that, in between that, I was studying for my master's program. So (laughs) I had to work on my nine to five, do my master's program. I graduated by the way. And I um, had to work on my travel business. And with all my clients, I mean, I have so many clients like, for next year, we're already at like 72 trips. So I have to balance those. I have to balance the remaining trips that I have for this year. It, it's a lot, but I just I just had to separate the two. And, my, and Sundays are my off days. Do not contact me on Sunday. If you contact me on Sunday, I will contact you back on the next business day, which is Monday at 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. So yes. Nice.
0: I mean, that... That's
1: just incredible. the the dedication, and you do have to be yeah. so disciplined, like you said. And yeah. that is, I find that one of the most challenging things about being self
0: employed is if, no one else is going to yeah. tell you off if you're slacking. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, I mean, and and then with the travel industry, our business is based on commission. So if we don't book a trip, we don't get paid. You know, if we book multiple trips in a month, that's when we do get paid. So I, I tell people all the time, you're the money you make is based on how much you work, you know? So if you don't, if you're not making money, it's because one, you're probably slacking off on Instagram, not posting anything, not posting deals. Um, you're not promoting yourself and you're not booking trips. So, you know, you have to be disciplined. You have to be dedicated. You have to love what you do. Yeah. You have to love it, you know? And that's why I feel like a travel, being a travel agent is such a rewarding job because I love to travel. When I travel, I post about it, people contact me. It's easy. Well, let me not say it's easy, but it's helpful to have a a job that you love, point blank. It's helpful to have a job that you absolutely love because then it doesn't feel like a job. When I went to Mexico earlier this year, my travel agency sent me there and we were there just to look at resorts. So you're telling me you sent me here to Mexico for six nights, seven days to just do market research. This is my job. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's amazing.
1: Uh, How how hands-on are you when your clients are on their trips? So you find the deals, you get everything booked, but then do you have much involvement beyond that point?
0: Oh yes. Oh yes. I, my job doesn't end into their home. Okay. <laughs> my job does not end into their home. Actually, I just had a call today. My client um she called me she's actually on her way back home, but the transportation company um there was an issue with that. So she had to contact me and say, "Hey Marissa, the transportation company, they didn't really come pick us up." So I had to tell her. I'm like, "You know what? I'll pay I'll pay for your taxi to go back home because I mean, I'll pay for it. So I sent her $120 to go and get a taxi. So there are some things you have to do in the midst of the travel. Sometimes um, airlines, schedule changes. What? We can't we can't anticipate that. We can't change that. So we have to get on the phone, contact the airline and say, hey, let's get them on the next best flight. Um, there may be times when they may want to upgrade their room or something like that. We have to be on hand and ready, ready and available to help them out. I mean, it's just so much that goes on after booking the trip. You have to make sure that they're making their payments on time. Okay, cool. You booked the trip. You made the deposit. You have to still make payments on your trip. Um, So I have to manage that. I have to send them reminder emails like, hey, you're about two weeks away from your final payment deadline or you're a month away or you're three days away. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to send them their travel documents. So, after they booked the trip, there's still more that I have to that I have to do in order for this trip to be complete. So, what are the COVID um, restrictions for this destination? Um, what do you have to do? What uh, what, um, what testing do you have to get? What forms do you have to fill out? There's so much after a trip that you have to do besides just booking the trip and say, "Hey, okay, cool, you booked it. Let's go to the next one." No. <laughs> There may be times where they may they may want to add someone to their trip. So I have to call and add someone to their trip. There may be times when they want to change their dates. Hey, I want to add a date or I want to extend my extend my stay for a day. So much that goes on <laughs> after working a trip. So yes. Yeah. So yeah, very hands-on. <laughs> In but other words. Very, um, very hands-on. They have my direct number. They can call me, text me, whatever. Right.
1: Are there are there any specific tools that you use to keep everything organized and keep track of everyone?
0: Yep. So I have um, one. I have Google Sheets. I use Google Sheets for all of my trips. Um, and I started that because like, once I started to grow, I'm like, OK, this notebook is not going to fit. Everybody. Like I, I need to <laughs> I need to put this down electronically, because if I lose this notebook, there have been times when I went on a trip. And I forgot my notebook with all my trips and people contact me and say, hey, Marissa, I want to do this. I want to do that for my trip. I don't know know, what their booking number is or anything. So I made everything electronic. Google Sheets, love it because you can look at it on your computer, your phone, iPad, whatever. It It syncs over. I love using Travel Joy. Travel Joy is a travel agent's Everything. So that's how I send my credit card authorization forms. That's how I send my official branded emails. I love Travel Joy. Uh, what else do I use? I use Calendly to book my um, consultation calls that people need to contact me before filling out an inquiry form. I use that. I use Travify, T R A V E F Y, Travify for my itineraries. Um, when when clients purchase an itinerary, they have this beautiful digital itinerary um, that they can take on the go. Um, so those are some of the things I mm-hmm. use on a daily basis.
1: That's great. We'll definitely link to all of those in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of Travify
0: or of what was the second one? you? Travify. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Cognito Forms. Cognito Forms is a form website that I use to um, host my itinerary forms. Perfect. So, so were you, mo- cause you
1: said when you paid this $179 fee, that wasn't, you mm-hmm. weren't doing any courses. It was just to give you access. Mm-hmm. So was all of this self-taught or were, were there any things that you were reading or
0: watching to, to try and learn along the way? So yes, I self-taught myself. The travel, the host agency does have um, trainings and webinars and things like that, but I wanted to just teach myself. Um, So I just took a took some time to train myself. And that's what I do for my agents. So I train or I have about a hundred agents that are under me um, on my team. And I created an orientation course strictly for them. One, because I didn't have that when I came in. I didn't have, okay, Marissa, here's your first step. This is, this is what you do. Marissa, here's your second step. Here's what you do. I did not have that. So I vowed, okay, Marissa, every time someone comes on your team, you are going to train them in the best way possible in the, in the manner that you did not get trained, because I don't want them to pay their 179 and just be lost in the dark. Like, okay, so what do I do? How do I do this? So no, I created an orientation course free for them that outlines, okay, your first step, let's go Let's go through your travel agency basics. What is your name? Okay. How, how can you think of a name? Then let's go to your brand colors. Your brand colors are essential um, with your travel agency. We talk about hex codes, a lot of people don't talk about hex codes. <laughs> hex codes are important because that identifies your specific color. Then we go into your um, your mindset, how you're supposed to think and act um, as a travel agent. Then we go to your client inquiry form. So I break down everything for them um, because I want them to be well versed before they actually launch. That's amazing. That's really really good. Mm-hmm. So when you say part of your team, do you mean are they working under
1: you or for you, or are they just part of the same uh, host agency?
0: Yep, correct. So my host agency, there are two parts to my host agency. You have the travel agent side where you can solely focus on travel And that's it. Get paid through commission, solely focus on travel. That's how I I came in. Um, Then they have another side, which is called a rep side, where you're promoting the travel business to other people. Um, And so I added that part. um, And you're still a travel agent, but you're just adding the rep side so you can actually promote the travel business. But I added that part because people kept asking me, "Okay, Marissa, how do I become a travel agent? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I'm like, OK, well, let me add this rep side so that I can actually promote and sell the travel business. So pretty much you're selling the travel business. And then um, out of the people that have that actually signed up with me, they're a part of my team and they're a part of my agents. But they have their own travel agencies. They, they, nothing is affiliated with Spread Your Wings Travel at all. I'm just considered their mentor, their guide, their sponsor. I'm here for them. I give them all access to what resources I have. We have a group me. We talk on a daily basis. (laughs) Um, So I love our little community that we have. But yeah, they are their own travel bosses. They have their own travel agencies. Everything is on them. I'm just here as a guide and as a mentor. Gotcha. That's
1: so fascinating. And I'm so impressed Mm -hmm. because you said you started this business early 2019. Obviously, a year into it, we have a global pandemic, which devastated Mm -hmm. the travel industry. Uh, can mm-hmm. you talk to us about you know what that experience was like, and and you know, you know what maybe things that you learned through COVID, ways you had to change your business post
0: COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, when COVID began, of course, travel agencies were like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on? People aren't traveling. We're not going to get paid. Oh my gosh." A lot of travel agents quit. A lot of travel agents gave up. A lot of travel agents felt like this was their end all, be all. But me. I said no. You know what? I'm gonna educate my audience on what's going on. I'm I'm still gonna be here, you know, as a resource and as a guide um, for whatever's going on in this world. We're you know we're gonna do this together because I don't know what's going on. You all don't know what's going on. So let's 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 work on this together. So every time there was an update, every time the CDC uh, sent out information on whatever it was, I was there for my audience. Um, I was just looking back at videos, well, my Instagram stories during that time, and I was posting every day. I was still posting. I was posting information when the when the CDC came out with the rule that we had to get back. Well, we had to get a, a COVID test three days before we had to go back to the US. Um, I was posting information about that. I was posting information about um, airlines and what they were doing. Um, I was still steady posting on my Instagram because I wanted to remain on the top of people's minds once they were ready to travel. And by the grace of God, I was still still able to sell well over $50,000 worth of travel during the pandemic. Wow. Yes, I was still, and and you know what's so crazy? I reached $100,000 in travel sales in January of 2020. Wow. You're the first person I'm telling this. Telling this to. Okay? You're the first person I'm telling this to <laughs> until 11, so I reached uh, $100,000 in travel sales January of 2020. That's not profit. That's just ha- that's just the amount of trips I've sold. The sum of that number reached $100,000. I just checked my numbers for December of 2021. I'm at a million and 7,000 worth of trips. Wow. That is One huge. Million. Now, it is right. So that so you're that that means I had to I had to sit there, I'm like, dang. So that means I sold nine hundred thousand dollars within the last what year and something? I'm like, no, this can't be. So I added up all my numbers, added up all of my numbers because our host agency, whenever we um register a trip on our on our website, it's a whole it gives you a whole running list of all your trips. So I just added all the numbers up, came up to a million and like seven thousand something. And I'm like, dang, this is absolutely crazy. So even during this pandemic, even during this pandemic, I was still able to sell nine hundred thousand dollars worth of travel sales. So when 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 travel agents say, oh, there's there's no work, or oh, people aren't traveling, oh, people aren't, those, these are just excuses. You still need to be out there promoting yourself. Now, granted, when 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 the pandemic did. Initially began. We had a lot of cancellations and things like that, refunds. Yes, that's that's normal. We did have that, but I did not give up. That's my that's my number one thing. I did not give up. I stayed true to what I wanted to do. I didn't want to have me go away. Like I wanted to stay at the top of people's minds once they were ready to travel. Like I just I just wanted to stay here and and give them as much knowledge as possible, and I was still able to sell a lot of trips. And and it's by myself. I don't have a team. It's just me. Like it's just me. It's just me, my little dog, my fiance. We're just here, you know? Um, but yes, the pandemic did hurt at the beginning. Um, it was a lot going on with that, but I was still able to still able to come off on top and sell trips.
1: That is absolutely amazing. Congratulations. That's so incredible.
0: Thank you so much. Wow. And during
1: a pandemic (laughs) as well, like, yeah, it seems so many people I've talked to have had such a difficult time, understandably so, but it's so inspiring to hear that you've still been able to turn it around and make so Mm -hmm. much money. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm still able to do it. It's just, I I just, I'm just thankful. You know, I'm just thankful for it.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: This has been amazing, Marissa. I
1: really appreciate it. Uh, before we go, I just want to ask one, do you have any last words of advice for anyone who's listening, who's maybe considering, uh, becoming a travel agent, considering going down that route?
0: Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> one, i ask you these three, I'll ask you three questions. And if you say yes to any of these questions, become a travel agent. One, do you already travel? I'm sure the answer is yes. Two, do you have your friend, your family and friends reach out to you and say, hey, can you try to find us a trip to do this? Or, hey, can you find us a trip to do this? I'm sure. I'm sure. Three, do you want to get paid doing something you are already going to do anyway? I'm pretty sure you have trips coming up within the next year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yes. Become a travel agent. Um, You get paid from your personal travels as well. So when I went to Mexico earlier this year, I went like two times, but when I went earlier this year, I got paid for that. Like I got a commission check when I got back from my trip. This is I I got paid for my trip. So, yes, there's money to be made in the travel industry. There's commission to be made in the travel industry. If you want a rental car, you get paid from that. You want excursions on your trip, (laughs) you get paid from that. You want um, a flight, a hotel. You get paid from a cruise. Your family wants to go on a cruise. You get paid from that. Do y'all want to have a family reunion in Orlando next year? You want to rent out a vacation home. You get paid for that. So yes become a travel agent. It's the best thing ever. Um, and I, I'm not just hyping it up just because Like I, I want people to become a travel agent to save money on their travels because y'all were going to do it anyway. So <laughs> why not just sign up?
1: <laughs> I'm so persuaded right now. You were so good at what you do. <laughs> I'm ready to, I'm going to look and see how I can do it as soon as this call ends. Oh my gosh, you're so convincing.
0: <laughs> and, and it's not, I'm not even trying to be salesy or anything like that, but It's it's and that's the thing too. You can't be salesy. Like you just ask them questions. Hey, do you book your own trips? Yeah. Well, do do you have people contact you to book trips for for them or for yourself? Yeah. You know, my sister just asked me to book a trip a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, Do you want to get paid from your personal travel from the trip that you are going to take later this year? Yeah. That's it that's it that's amazing <laughs> that is so
1: incredible I've loved this conversation so so much uh, for listeners who want to learn more about you maybe book a trip with you where's the best mm-hmm. places for them to find you
0: they can go on my website sywtravel.com you can find me all the time on instagram at spread your wings travel yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, my phone number, my direct line, my business line is 678-907-8041. And then my email is info at sywtravel.com.
1: Brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> Marissa, thank you so, so, so much. And I wish you best of luck with everything. Having. Thank you. <laughs>